Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abusing our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show, so please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? Yo, yo, what's cracking? How you doing? Not much, not much. Just another beautiful day. What was the vibe of the week? Man, shit. Watching my kid turn 12, man. Oh, Oh, my God. 12 years old. Man, Jesus. Um, Yeah, another year, another gray hair. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, all in all, I mean, shit, it's 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 a cherishable moment to be able to you know watch your kids grow up. You know what I'm saying? If you have kids, you know what I'm saying, or even if you got nieces and nephews, you know what I'm saying. Just watching, mm-hmm. just watching kids grow is you know it's a beautiful thing, man. And yeah, it's, it's close to getting to have those talks and you know the first boyfriend and so high cute. school prom. Damn. DC gonna cry. Hell yeah, should I might cry now? I could be full of surprises sometimes. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, <laughs> nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? It's it's cool though, you know what I'm saying? Like she enjoyed all her gifts and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was good, you know what I'm saying? It was a it was another successful year, you know what I'm saying? And what I like about my kid, man, she's so humble. Um you know, because of, you know, because of last minute um, situations, um, I couldn't really deliver a actual party for her. You know what I'm saying? Her mom did, though. Um, so that was a good thing. But, you know what I'm saying? I basically asked her, I was like, you know what I'm saying? How you feel about not having a party? And she was like, you know, I I wasn't worried too much about having a party. You know, I was just, I just wanted to have a good time. I was like, you know what? God damn it. Love you. Oh, but, you know what I'm saying? Because as parents, you know what I'm saying, we hold ourselves up to a higher standard, you know what I'm saying, to be able to deliver by any means necessary, you know what I'm saying? Because the last thing we want to feel is, you know, just, you know, feel the disappointment within our kids because we couldn't deliver type, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just, I never wanted to be on that side of the fence, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my first one, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I always wanted to deliver for her regardless of the situation, you know what I'm saying? But when she said that, you know what I'm saying, it it released some, it released some, you know, some pressure off of me, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, to not be able to, you know, to do it this year due to the circumstances or whatever. But, you know, there's always, there's always going to be room to, you know, redeem from that. But, you know, as long as she had a good time and, you know, wasn't holding me accountable for not having a party, you know what I'm saying, like, that's that's what made it, made it worth my while. You know, that's a beautiful thing. I think, like, a lot of times, like you said, parents do hold themselves to a higher standard, but it's like the meaning behind a birthday is just really celebrating it. You know what I'm saying? Like just letting this ch- this child know I'm grateful to have had you in my life for this long. So that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, on to the Keeping It Complex segment. Uh, two epiphanies that I came across this week. Uh, pleasure P is the reason we love Toxic. I was listening to I Did You Wrong, Okay. <laughs> I know a lot of y'all out there have heard this song before and have dedicated this to people, you know, dedicated this to someone in your life. But it's like you listen to the lyrics. I did you wrong. You did me wrong. I take you back. You you take me back. And that beautiful beat. See, look, see, look, it got DC singing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's such a beautiful (laughs) beat. 
And, like, like it just makes you sing along to it to where you really feel it. Like, you know, I know you're sick and fired of the fighting and all that, but I love you and you love me too. <laughs> he forced us to love Toxic, y'all. Go listen to I Did You Wrong and tell me I'm wrong. And then my <laughs> other one is um, I came across a meme that says, whoever brings out the best in you, stay connected to them. Now, I maybe I want to play devil's advocate a little bit with this. Mm. So is an energy <laughs> drainer, are they doing what the meme told them to do? This person makes me feel good, so I'm going to stay connected to them. I don't know. Yeah, My mind that. just went there. He <laughs> 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 said, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, damn, energy dance is just doing what, what it told them to. Whoever brings out the best of you. Well, we're not really bringing out the best of them, but we're doing a lot for them. To, yeah. So, I don't know. Right. I just had that epiphany. Yeah. Anyways, okay. so, on to the segment that DC did not want to, you know, talk about. If you guys seen the promotional video today, up. he said he's like, you know, he gave us thirty years, and I keep doing this shit to him. <laughs> Tonight on the set, me the fuck up topic, we are talking about accepting and understanding. Okay, um, there was a question last week on the uh, what the fuck? What was the, what was the episode last week? Gosh, that's crazy. I I do so much in the week, uh, y'all. I do fast. apologize. Oh, yeah, the attachment theory. It was a question last yeah. week that we did on there that um, I did not want to bring to the platform. But I said, you know, fuck it, I'm going to bring it tonight. Because DC had gave me my apple juice and crackers. So I'm like, you know what, let's just talk about it. This will really make the show. So before, you know, we get into that little gritty thing, I got two questions. My first question for you, DC, is what does understanding something versus accepting it mean to you? Well, I mean, when you think of understanding, you think of, you know, whatever, whatever comes to, whatever comes to the table, you know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 uh, you figure out a way to, you know, (laughs) I guess understand it, um, you know, without, without taking further, without taking further action upon it, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, depending on the situation, you know what I'm saying? You would understand Mm -hmm. it. Um, I would say versus accepting, um, what that would mean to me is that, you know what I'm saying? You would, you would basically, um, you would basically accept whatever, whatever comes into play, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to, you know, continue to affect you, you know what I'm saying? Cause you can accept something from a distance and it not, you know, affect you, you know what I'm saying? In any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of look at it. Okay. Well, for me, I feel like understanding is processing something, reflecting on it, uh, looking at it from both sides if you can, um, and, like, you know, just asking yourself those uncomfortable questions of, like, what you could have did different or what angle you need to look at it. Um, Accepting something, I feel like where it gets blurred with understanding, like, we, we, like, prime example in relationships or friendships, you know, we, we continue to accept while understanding. Like 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 we're we're not understanding while separating ourselves from the situation. We're still understanding in the situation and that makes it easy for us to accept and continuously accept, you know, harm that a person does to us. Um so yeah, that's my take on it. So that ties into my second question. Is it dangerous to try and understand someone's hurt towards you 
when you are still in a vulnerable stage with them. And, like, what I mean is, like, where you still care for them. Like, you know, you could be in love with that person or, like, you're still, like, in a stage where, like, they can easily manipulate you. Um, I definitely do think it's a dangerous game to be played with, you know what I'm saying, especially if you're in a vulnerable stage still. Because, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, there's toxic people out there, you know what I'm saying, who will take advantage of you and your feelings, you know what I'm saying? If we can believe in in um, good and evil, we can believe in toxic people as well, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? So I say it's dangerous because, um, you know, like you said, like, you know, if you're still in love with somebody or you, you care that much to where, like, even if you don't have like an ounce of energy to give into the situation still, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, that love, that care that you have for that person overpowers that, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you, you tend to override, you know what I'm saying? The energy that you have left to give in that situation. It's like, it's draining as fuck, but it's like, Hey, I still love this person. I still care for this person. And, you know, you mm-hmm. become hopeful that that person will turn around and, you know, make a difference within themselves. So it's like, mm. yeah, I'll continue to still understand, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I just got a feeling in my bones just one day, you know what I'm saying? And I pray <laughs> to the heavens above for you all yes. the time. That, yes. You know what I'm saying? That you will pretty much change. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be a better person. You're going to be a better person for yourself. You're going to be a better person for me. And then we could just be mm. one big happy fucking couple, you know what I'm saying? Or be, you know, <laughs> best of goddamn friends. You know what I'm saying? We're we going to be that. You know what I'm saying? But that's where we fuck up at. We continue, mm-hmm. we continue to try to paint a perfect picture for someone who ain't helping you paint that shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, All right. they, they, just, they just sit back and they just watch you detail to detail, you know what I'm saying? The paint in the water, grab a color, <laughs> and get the stroke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just sit back yeah. and watch you do the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're basically crafting them when it's not even applying to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, those type of people are out there. You know what I'm saying? And nine times out of ten, we always run across these people. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like they always say, we like we find love once in a lifetime. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So if it's once in a lifetime, then nine times out of ten, we constantly going through the trials and tribulations with other people until we find that mm. one particular person. Mm. So... I say I say that to say like with me like I've always been in a situation where painting the perfect picture and you know hoping and you know patiently and impatiently waiting for you know significant others that I was with to you know be different you know what I'm saying because yeah. because I was with them I was becoming a different person so it was like mm-hmm. and it was for the better you know what I'm saying I I, I never in a sense turned out for the worse it was just that the defects that I had was because they wasn't, you know, changing with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't, we wasn't changing together for the better. You know what I'm saying? It was always one elevating while the other one just wanted to stay put and, you know, um, um, take nourishments of all the, of all the upgrading that you were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all the attending to them and, you know what I'm saying, being solely for them or, you know, catering to them. You know what I'm saying? Giving all your time and effort to them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That just, and the the worst part about it is, is like, you know, once, if and when that relationship does end, 
you're the one that has to sit back and be like, I gave my all for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But to reverse to 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 reverse that though, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't ever you should never feel bad about, you know, um bettering yourself. You know what I'm saying? Even okay. though you were even though in the sense you felt like you were doing it for that person, you know what I'm saying, in hopes that they will follow suit. At the end mm-hmm. of the day you still win. You know what I'm saying? You still elevate it. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you mature, you this and that, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that should apply to you. You know what I'm saying? If it didn't apply to them, that's they lost. That part. You know. Um but yeah, as I digress, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a dangerous game to play for sure. Definitely a dangerous game. Hmm. Did she study these questions, y'all? He just came in tonight. Um, I ain't got the fried chicken set up yet, but I got some lemonade. You know, you just came into my house <laughs> with that message. So, um, I definitely agree with you. I feel like it, it can be dangerous to try to um, understand someone's hurt towards you when you still care about them because it does develop that that hope, you know, like when you start to think about their background. Oh, he, you know, it, it becomes like the cliché statements that we make, you know, in verbal and physical abusive relationships, they're just misunderstood, you know what I'm saying? And it makes you want to keep that door open so when they do come back around, I'm going to be right here with arms open wide, baby. I'm a, You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep that access open so you know that I'm right here. Because right. they say in relationships, um, the person that cares the least has the most power over it. So the person that cares the least, it's easier for them to walk away. And it's usually the person that gave their all and loved the hardest. You know, it's that person that's always left doing the reflecting. And, you know, that person is always someone who goes to the ends of the earth for a person. So it takes them a long time to, like, you know, to, like, fully stop fucking with a person. Even after we break up with somebody, let's just be honest, the people please inside of us, still answers the phone if they need us. Like we still want to hold on to them just to have a piece of them, even if it, even if that means just being your friend and getting the bare minimum that you give me. But it, it's, it's unhealthy because it can be very manipulative. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. what, what happens is, though, once we get fed up is when we get fed up. You get what I'm saying? But I just feel like, in order to start processing is when you're, like, fully out of it. You know, like, once you start to look at face value, you got to ask God to give you the strength to be able to walk away from that shit. Because when you're in a vulnerable stage, I've been at this place before, you want to, you start to get mad and upset because, like you said, I gave you everything and you shit on me like this. So then you want to start calling them and this person does not care. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just had an epiphany today and I wrote it. I, you know, I said, like, when God shows you the harsh reality of others, don't get mad about it. Thank him. And it's like, right. I'm not about to waste my energy no more. It's like, I asked you to show me this. So, you know, give me the strength to get through it. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's my take mm-hmm. on it. So, all right. <laughs> so, for this last 15 minutes of this segment, we about to get into this nitty-gritty. Me and D.C. have... Uh, back to it wasn't like a disagreement or it wasn't a debate, but we had a back and forth uh, perspective about this question. So last week I wanted to bring into the atmosphere for the attachment theory. Um, you know, do you think it's best to understand someone that you dated? Do you think it's best to like, to understand their background and their upbringing 
so that it can help you understand the actions that they take in a breakup, like how they deal with the breakup. Like, you know, if they just cut you off and, you know, um, avoid you or if they talk about it, you know, if you understand, like, okay, this is because of that, this is why you move the way you move, it has nothing to do with me, do you think that that will make, make it easier for you to heal from the breakup? And, yeah, D.C. has some shit to say. So we're just going to talk about it tonight. So, uh, D.C., we'll let you go first. Like, uh, you know, you bring in what you said, if you remember. Not necessarily, but, you know, we'll, it'll probably come back to memory. But um, Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, understanding somebody's um, actions based off their upbringing, um, I'll say this. It it'll definitely be hard to do initially. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we're going to think emotions, emotions first, self-emotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We tend to think with that first before we will be under, be able to understand anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like unless you have a deeply rooted relationship with this person and y'all talked about those private things and, you know, y'all talked about your childhood and everything like that, is only when I feel like you know, the understanding of something can be legit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a person can tell you anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A person can tell you any damn thing. But unless y'all had like a, you know, a really, you know, um, a really thorough relationship to where y'all were able to speak about things, then, you know, mm-hmm. that's when you can, you know, that's when you can validate certain certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? That they may have went through and how they may react you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know, breaking up and stuff like that. Um, for, for me, like, I don't know. I don't I, I don't recall if I necessarily, like, had, like, those talks where, like, you know, people that I dealt with knew about my childhood. So I guess in a sense, they, it was hard for them to understand how I acted in certain on certain occasions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was hard for them to really compute what the fuck was going on, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's only because, like, really, I didn't have a bad childhood. It only it mm-hmm. only really happened, it only really occurred when, you know, I had to really face society, and society mm-hmm. started to expose all of my dislikes that I have with myself, you know what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. they shared the same opinion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but but yeah, when it comes when it comes down to understanding something, you know what I'm saying? Like it it's a it's a course. It's a, it's a course. Yeah. Um you definitely have to put your emotions aside to really you know, to really understand it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if if a person how can I put it? If a person was if a person was a person like me who was pretty much you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The mother, single mother or whatever, dealt with her all her life. You know what I'm saying? So I knew what it took to actually, you know, respect a woman, love a woman to a certain extent based on how I knew how to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I came across a chick and, like, you know, I overwhelmed her with love type of shit and it might have scared her off type of shit and, you know, things go haywire and everything like that. And if, you know, if I if I explain myself to her, you know what I'm saying, then it could be it could be some sense of understanding to where I'm coming from, you know what I'm saying, just based mm-hmm. off of what we where it went wrong type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But um, but yeah, I don't know. Like that's I don't know. That's that's really tough because like it's almost like in a sense like you can understand, but at the same time it's like to a certain age where you shouldn't let your upbringing define who you are as an adult. You know what I'm saying? I feel like certain things should be confronted, you know what I'm saying, as an adult, you know what I'm saying, whether that's somebody bringing that to your attention or, you know what I'm saying, you seeing the patterns of where things are going wrong. You know what I'm saying? I feel like certain things should be, you know, should be approached beforehand. But at the same time, the only, the only time we do realize those things is when, you know, when people outside of us pretty much confront us about these things, they, they, they are the eye openers to our problems. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, because we're inflicting our problems on them. So like, they're going to be the ones to give us the feedback. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's like when they get you too damn clingy, like, huh? Hmm. Okay. You about the fifth one that said that shit. Okay. It's about time for me to actually start reflecting and see where the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? Why am I so damn clingy? You know what I'm saying? Like they're the ones that bring out, you know, they bring that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, like, you know, I feel like certain things can be, you know, some certain things can validate, you know, your upbringings as to why you're such a, you know, a, you know, a defect, you know what I'm saying, in society. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, certain things where it's just like, you know, where you're doing wrong, you know what I'm saying, as an adult, like at this point, like, you know what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. all, it's all about you being able to confront those problems and resolving them and not using them to a certain advantage to be able to um, scapegoat out of, you know, looking like the bad guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because a person can do wrong left and right and be like, well, you know, I, I I went through all this shit. I went through this. I went through that. And it's like, okay, I get that. I understand that, quote, unquote. I understand that. But mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing now to make it right? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's I can understand and accept what you're going through or what you've been through and why you are this way today. But it's like, what are you doing now to change that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because somewhere down the line, you're going to have more than one person confront you about this. You know what I'm saying? At one point, you're going to have more than one person confront you about it. So it's like, at the end of the day, what are you going to do about it to, you know, to make a change? And you don't have to make mm-hmm. a change for that person. Make that change for yourself. If is bothering you, you know what I'm saying. If is, if is, um, um, you know, slowing you down as as a person. If it's not helping you progress as a person, if it's not making you feel better as a person, then it's like, what are you doing to make that change? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a little that's a little spiel that I got. What about you? Um, I definitely agree with you, but I also feel like a lot of people live in denial. A lot of people live in denial about what's going on with them, and they just know that they're running from something. You know what I'm saying? They just know that, you know, whatever they're doing at the time makes them feel good. And even when you do come across those eye-opener, the people that tell you about yourself, it's easy for you to go back to, the you know, people that will tell you what you want to hear and that will sit in your misery with you. It's easy to you know, let them say, oh, no, they just tripping. But you just block out what that eye-opener was to help you deal with the problem. So I feel like for me, um, I was in a relationship where it wasn't working out. You know what I'm saying? Like in arguments, 
I, I seen when he was shut down. You get what I'm saying? And I knew that it had nothing to do with me because it would get to the point of you're not my mom. You know what I'm saying? It's like he would kind of project, you know, certain things. He would bring things into the the argument that had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, you know, like you said before, arguments don't have, that they, they go a little bit further than they should have, you know what I'm saying, off the anger that we have from other built-up situations. And um, it got to a point we broke up, and we were going to try to live out the lease, but then I was like, you know what, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I need to heal. I need to just really have my own space and you know what I'm saying and us being around each other is going to slow down the healing process and it's like he went and he went into survival mode you know like he felt like I hated him and I never said that but just from being with him because you know when you're in a relationship with somebody you know the 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 deep profound talks that you have and just being around them and studying them you see a lot about their body language and he was the type of person that avoided you know what I'm saying he was shut down and, you know, he would basically go into survival mode to help him not want to feel it all. You get what I'm saying? And, like, he basically just, like, up and left, like, basically erased us, like, you know, like, like, like he never existed on social media or anything like that. And, like, you know, he just basically did. And for a minute, you know, I started to question, like, well, what did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I... You know, like, I, like how, how could you just walk out like that? Like, did you really love me if it was easy to erase pictures, if it was easy to just bounce like that? You get what I'm saying? But after a while, I had to just tell myself, like, you know, that's what he had to do to make himself feel better. It ain't have shit to do with you. That's the only way that he knows how to deal with his problems. You know, like, we only know how to deal with stuff, you know what I'm saying, we only know how to deal with it um, the best way we can, you know, the best way we feel it's fit. You know, the actions that other people do, it has nothing to do with us. You get what I'm saying? Like, we have to stop always thinking that it has something to do with us. Like, I understand it. You know, you already hurt me in the relationship, but I'm not going to let your actions of how you deal with this breakup, I'm not going to let that affect you because I know what I brought to the table. I know my fuck-ups. And I know what I, you know, I know what I did that was good, but this is what you felt that you needed to do to help you get over the pain. So now I have to do what I have to do to help me get over the pain. You know, like in relationship, in breakup, it's a funeral. I break up with the family. Nope, I'm not coming around because it's like, how is that helping me heal? You get what I'm saying? But that's what I have to do to heal. Now, somebody else can question, well, damn, did you really love him? If you could just cut the family off, like you don't fuck with us, this is what I have to do to heal. So I think that, you know, if we can just really, like, when, when you listen to a person, like, if all you have to do is just listen to a person, whether it's a fuckboy, a gold digger, anybody that has intentions, if you just listen and you don't get caught up in their, their looks, you don't get caught up in the lust, you just listen, they will eventually tell on themselves. You get what I'm saying? They, they will eventually tell you, you know what I'm saying, what it is and, you know what I'm saying, who the fuck they are. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like it's up to us to not take it personal because all of us are battling. Everybody has a battle going on. You get what I'm saying? It's like in friendships where you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, tell, tell your friend and everything like that. Like, yo, listen, this person ain't for you. And, and right then and there, you're a target. And, it, and it's not, it's, 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 it's nothing personal, but it's like this person is in love. And it's like when they snap at you, 
you know that, you know, like they, their emotions are all over the place because it's like, how dare you tell me that this person is not for me? They don't see what you see. So they're snapping at you because they feel like you're trying to take happiness away from them. You get what I'm saying? Like right. you said, our emotions get the best of us to where we can't think and we can't process what a person is really saying. But that's our friend. We love them. Okay, I'm going to be here when, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to tell you I told you so, but I'm going to be here when you need to talk because you're going to see it, you know what I'm saying, you have to see it for yourself. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's it's just like the, the way we last out, it has nothing to do with us. But I feel like our emotions get the best of us and we can tend to take it personal. Because while I say all of this, like, I still struggle with the relationship that I have with my sister because it's like she gets so aggressive. And I know everything that she's been through in the past, but when she gets aggressive, instead of me being understanding and just be like, listen, I love you, I'll talk to you later, I feed into it because I'm still taking shit personal. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Yeah. That's just my take on it. I just feel like we need to just basically um, – Stop, stop, like, stop blaming ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, the only thing that I can fault myself for is what I allowed you to do to me. But what you do for this breakup, that's on you. Yeah, big facts. You know, yeah. and uh, to kind of, like, um, to kind of piggyback off what you were saying as far as, like, you know, like, what you know, with your sister and, you know, like, the, the relationship that you were in, um, you know what I'm saying, previously, mm-hmm. um, like, like you were saying, like, you know, like you knew what your sister been through and, you know what I'm saying? Like you understand her past and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you pretty much been there. You was, you was literally behind the scenes. You read the script, like, you, you know, you know, all the shit, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, you still, you bring that same type of energy to the table that she brought. I mm-hmm. think it's because like I was saying before, is like when you, when you hit a certain age, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this is, this is a part of us that we, that we truly believe in. It's like mm-hmm. when you hit a certain age, it's like it's hard to really accept the fact that you are still, you know, suffering from certain past issues that you have not been able to come face to face with and mm-hmm. understand and accept your damn self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's like there are certain battles that we all go through, you know, which we all go through. Yeah. There, there are tough battles that we do go through that that mm-hmm. are just hard to overcome trust me like i'm like i'm 32 and i'm still battling with um social anxiety like you know what i'm saying i still mm-hmm. get socially awkward from crowds like that's just me like that's that's engraved in me i'm not saying that i'm settling for it i am working on it but mm-hmm. that's the thing you work on it <laughs> you know what i'm saying work on it and not just dwell and settle into into that and in, into that mode like you know what i'm saying that mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be forever you know what i'm saying i think that's yeah. where i think that's where people fail at, at the most you know what i'm saying because it's like once you hit a certain age and you're capable of being able to make the change you're you're wise enough to know what's going on and you're yeah. you're even more wise to know how to resolve it but you're just cheating yourself out of being able to do it yeah. you know what i'm saying don't cheat yourself you know what i'm saying because because of the person that you're settling for, you might be losing that that same that same person that you can be compatible with, you know what I'm saying, for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like a new version of you, you know what I'm saying, can be found within yourself and can be 
you know what I'm saying, the opposite sex around here in this world somewhere. But you won't know that because you're still stuck in that damaged, you know, that damaged soul that you still tend to hold on to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's about time that we really, like, legit start to really, like, you know, dig deep into, like, our inner selves and, like, really, like, talk to ourselves and God and just be like, you know, hey, like, let's let's reflect. You know what I'm saying? Let's That's reflect hard. on, you know, and, like, you know, what, what we went through, what we did, what we did wrong. You know what I'm saying? What we did wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't like to really face the facts of what we did wrong. So let's start holding ourselves yeah. accountable for what we did wrong as well. You know what I'm saying? We can easily point the finger at the next person, but it's like, okay, what 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 factors did you play in this role, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, made you less of a person or, you know what I'm saying, made you feel like you wasn't worth shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what factors did you play in that? You know what I'm saying? And those factors, yeah. can, be just, those factors can be simply just staying in that relationship, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, relationship or friendship, you know what I'm saying? It it could just be simply just that, you know what I'm saying? The self-value, yeah. the self-awareness, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that could play a factor, you know? Yeah, because, please. like, for me, when I got in trouble back in 2016, I did not I did not really consult with anyone or physically see anyone outside of work for, like, three years straight. Mm. Three years straight. It was home, work, all over again. Take care of my kids. Mm. Do it all over again. You know what I'm saying? Because I just knew at that point in time, like, I wasn't ready to dip back into the society until I was cool with my damn self. And at that time, I wasn't cool with myself. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, now this is the time where you need to turn it around. Like, this this your go time right here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So it's like, we got to pay attention to those signs. When we're knocked down at our lowest, those are the best times to really, like, reinvent yourself from the ground up and be stronger than you ever fucking was. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all out there, listen, I know it's hard to face your demons, but it's the best thing ever when you face yourself and when you sit with yourself. And it's so hard to do because this self-love journey is not an easy one. You're going to find yourself crying. You're going to find yourself bored. You're going to find yourself very alone. Like DC said, you're gonna, it's going to be very frustrating. You're definitely going to cry, but the clarity that you get from it, the, you know, the, the changes that you get, the boundaries that you set, the respect that you'll receive. So I'm telling you, start doing it now. Get away from those people who mm-hmm. will sit with you in your misery and, and let you think that it's going to be okay. And for anyone out there, you know, who is going through, um, like, you know, any type of thing, like a breakup, you know, um, a failure in life, you just lost a business, or you just at a low point, listen, build yourself back up. You know, like, don't let that be your turning point and understand that things that happen in life are to help shape you, not to not, not to make you fall, not to make you crumble. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, start mm-hmm. facing yourself. With that being said, we're going to segue. That was a dope-ass segment. Um, all right, DC, ready to get your mind simulated? Hell no, but fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and hit them shits. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Let's simulate that mind courage. All right. So my question this week is, um, would it be easy or hard for you to trust your significant other when life gets hard? Now, this question came <laughs> about, I was watching The Lovely Bones today on Netflix. And I love that movie. I never watched the book, but I love the movie. I watched it like three or four times. And um, there's a part in the movie where the detective tells the parents that 
they found their daughter's hat because, you know, she went missing, and they found a significant amount of blood. So the next thing they go to, the husband's holding the wife in bed, and, you know, she's crying hysterically, and he's telling her, you know, we're going to get through this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help fix this. And she was like, you can't, you can't. It's like in that moment, like I know it was coming from like her being hurt, but it's like, you know, she she doubted him in that sense. So it just made me think like, okay, when you're in a marriage and like life gets hard, you know, do you doubt, will you doubt that your significant other is going to like, going to help pull their weight to help y'all get out of this hard time? Like, you know, like do you go into survival mode and feel like it's all on me? Like, I just want to know, like, is it easy or hard for you to trust your significant other to do their part when life gets hard? Honestly, I feel like that's just the devil's work getting in, in between y'all marriage. Because, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like, with that with that situation in particular, like, you know, obviously it, it, it'd be hard to speak on that, you know what I'm saying, when you do, yeah. you know, lose a child and, you know, y'all both got to try to uplift each other every single day. Um, yeah. That kind of that kind of brings – that kind of that kind of um, uh, reflects off of um, – um, a TV show that I was watching, um, it's called, uh, um, Panic. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if y'all want to check that out. Um, mm-hmm. that was not paid advertisement either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, like, um, this sheriff, um, it, well, let me, let me give you a little brief of the, um, of the show. So it's basically about these, uh, these, uh, these kids, they basically, they basically made like, it's like a tradition where like, you know, they made like this, um, this uh pretty much death olympics game type of shit where you got to go through these certain courses and you're capable of dying if you you know if you fuck up um this uh this sheriff um had a son and a daughter they both participated in it and both of them died um i can't remember how the the girl actually died but i remember that the the son was playing russian roulette and he, um and um he basically killed himself um so um there was a scene where he went home and the wife was um pretty much getting lit off that red wine she was smoking her a little square and um she was watching <laughs> don't laugh <okay. laughs> um i didn't laugh she was oh i thought you did my bad i ain't no, shit I'm um but yeah she was she was basically doing all that and watching like you know like um um vi- uh, memory videos basically of you know of them as a family and stuff like that and uh, mm-hmm. he came in the house. He was like, you know, what are you doing? Like, you can't, you can't keep doing this to yourself. You can't keep doing this to me. You can't keep doing this to us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying my best here. And, like, you know, he, was, he even tried to, you know, like, tell her, like, you know, get dressed. You know what I'm saying? Um, put on that, you know, that favorite lipstick you like to wear. And let's go to our favorite restaurant and get that favorite meal that we always get. And she just wasn't with it. And, like, you know, she, she got up and she was like, sure you know what I'm saying, sarcastically and, like, you know, bumped him, you know, bumped his shoulder or whatever. So it's like, and it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard when you're when you're definitely trying to be the one that's, that's strong for an individual, you know what I'm saying, and, like, your spouse is, you know, pretty much giving you, like, all types of doubt, you know what I'm saying, like, in a sense, kind of makes you weak. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel like, well, damn, like, I'm just not, I'm not worth shit. Like, the feelings will come into play, whereas, like, you, in this sense, like, you, you understand the loss or, you know what I'm saying, or um, if it was if it was a situation where, you know, like, you know, bills were late and, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, money ain't looking real, real, um, real tight, you know what I'm saying, it's looking real funny and type of shit like that, and, you know, 
let's say the man just utters out the words like, you know what I'm saying, don't worry about it, I'm going to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the wife just shrugs it off like, yeah, okay, like whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, type of shit. Like, you know, that knocks that knocks your ego down a little bit, you know what I'm saying, because it's like, well, damn, like, where's the – Where's the where's the team effort like at you know what I'm saying where's the where's the trust that and you know believing that I'll be able to you know hold the weight you know for both of us or you know or just on my end you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. we get we get too wrapped up in our feelings and you know like I said like we'll, so would it we'll be, be hard for our... you so you say are you saying you it'll be what? hard for you you're saying it'll be hard for you to to trust that your other will pull their weight. I don't, I don't, I don't say I would, I would say personally, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, because I do simply understand like, and what I, what I live for in a relationship is togetherness. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you feel like, well, first and foremost, if you feel like you can't hold your weight, you know what I'm saying? At this particular moment, then I'll take that initiative. You know what I'm saying? To be able to double up my efforts just to make sure that we straight, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I and I know, you know, after after kind of in my heart that you you know that you'll be able to bounce back type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a fifty fifty thing, but it's like, you know, it, in, in certain cases, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to put in, you know, a little bit extra effort. You know what I'm saying? Just to make mm-hmm. sure that you know it, it remains balanced. You know. Yeah. And and it's not it's not to a point where you know a person will be taking advantage of you like that because y'all didn't already established a foundation to where like you know togetherness is pure you see what i'm saying so me if it was my spouse knowing knowing our background and and the foundation that we built i wouldn't have a problem with you know you know picking up the slack if you know if that came down to it yeah okay well for me I'll be honest with you. I think it'll be hard <laughs> for me to trust my oh, the other one like this hard because I go into survival mode. Like I have a hard time letting people be there for me. Like Queen K told me the other day, she said, "I said we gotta fuck up friendship because you don't never let me do shit for you." And it, it, it's not that I don't want people <laughs> to do stuff for me, but like when you come from a background where like people threw shit in your face or if you didn't do something for them, you know what I'm saying, they hold it over your head of what they did do for you. So you become this prideful person that doesn't want to ask somebody for help because whenever they get mad, you never want to hear them throw shit back in your face. You get what I'm saying? And I don't know. It's like I can can be there for someone all day long, but when it comes to letting them help me, I have a hard time because it's like, I never want them to feel like, here I go, saving her ass. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to think that everybody is like your family, but when that is what you're used to, when that's what you are used to, that's what you, you know what I'm saying, tend to think that everybody else is like. So in order for me to trust my significant other, he would have to come through for me a lot. Like I would have to see how you are, like from the first, hard from the first time we have you know what i'm saying like 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 a hardship you know was i pulling all the weight or did you help like you know what i'm saying was i out there sick right. the time while you were just sitting there sitting pretty in the car you know what i'm saying right. like i need to know all of that you know to help me let that guard down and i think like that's like one thing that i do in all my relationships i never really fully let the guy be there for me like you know if if I'm asking them to help me financially with something, 
and they say, yeah, I'm going to come through for you, I am still trying to process in my head how I'm going to do it if they don't come through. And, you know, thinking about it now, it's like that's something that I need to check because, like you said, we're, we're at an age now where we can't let our past be the reason for how we act. So thank you, DC. I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to fix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just had an epiphany. How the fuck I stimulate my own mind tonight? So, yeah, that's my take on it. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> but with that being yeah, said, can you go and shout out and appreciation? For sure, for sure. Uh, shout out to Self Love is My Rehab, you know what I'm saying? Um, this has been the blueprint to, you know, help better myself on a day to day basis and I'm loving every little inch of progress that I have. Um, mm-hmm. for bettering myself. Um, shout out to Complex. Because without you, there would be no self-love as my rehab. And shout out to God, because without him, there would be no complex. There would be no self-love as my rehab. There would be no DC. Uh, shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Do not play with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the time is coming, y'all. The time is coming. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all tired of hearing the same shit, but for real, like, it's going to be worth the wait. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Like, I'm saying this with a smile on my face, all teeth showing. Like, trust me, like, the wait is going to be worth it, for real, for real. Um, if y'all want to stay updated on, on the grand on the grand uh, opening, you know what I'm saying, of, you know, resurrecting dynamic culture, you know what I'm saying, the first year was a trial, you know what I'm saying, just to see if anybody was fucking with it, you know what I'm saying. Enough of y'all are fucking with it. I'm still getting, you know, followers. I'm still getting likes on a lot of things, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's proven that it's about to be a legit thing. It's about to be a movement, a dynamic movement, you feel me? Um, yes. but y'all can follow my Instagram page at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel, or y'all can follow it as well on Facebook at dynamic culture apparel and shout out to all my positive Kings and Queens with positive vibes and positive energy and shout out to all my negative Nancy's and my negative Karen's huh, with negative vibes and negative energy. Man, we, look, we still love y'all at the end of the day. We just wait for y'all to catch up. Mustard. So shout out to this podcast, Self Love Is My Rehab, because I have grown since our first episode, December 1st, 2019. And um, this podcast is helping me to be honest with myself about a lot of stuff. It's helping me to not really care about what other people think, and it's helping me to learn to be intentional. I also got to give Queens of Vibes and Visions a shout out because that podcast helps me to embrace how strong I am as a woman. You know, I'm always a person that just feels like, oh, I have too much masculine energy. I'm an alpha female. And, you know, Queens of Vibes and Visions, just the, the different guests that we come across and just talking to different women and knowing that we struggle with some of the same things. Like, I love that podcast and it's helping me both are helping me to become a better me. Um, shout out to No Apologies. That's the book that sets the platform for both podcasts. Out of Darkness is coming this summer, y'all. I am at the end of Chapter 8. I am wrapping it up this weekend so I can start proofreading, editing, and all that. Um, I'm trying to get some bookmarks created. You know, I'm really just, like, trying to rebrand myself and, like, bring myself back because I got distracted, and um, that that's not going to happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, shout out to God because every day, He shows me clarity. He shows me how strong I am. He gives me peace. Man, like, he is my best friend. I can talk to him about any and everything, and I am strong. 
because of how far he has gotten me. So, yes, that's all I got to say. All right, now, DC, I'm going to let you tell us what the what you know about that topic is tonight. Hey, what you knew about that? What you knew about that? I know about that. Okay. Okay. So, the the topic tonight is um, something that I kind of picked up uh, at last minute because I thought it was a little interesting. Um, okay. And it's something that we always do. This is part of the Black people community. So I need all my <laughs> I need all my Black people to stand up and, uh, and uh, possibly share their thoughts on this little debate here. Um, this is from the Shade Room Great Debate, so shout out to them. Um, they want to know which side is the rude side. Two sides to it, obviously. The first side is it's actually rude to have to remind someone to pay back money they owe you versus a person okay. saying that it's actually very rude to be reminded to pay to pay back money you borrowed. So complex. <laughs> Like I said, this is part of our infamous black community. We done borrowed. <laughs> we done lended. So what you feel? Which side is the most rude side? Um, okay, so I'm going to look at this from both sides. I'm a very neutral person. I'm sorry, y'all. I definitely feel okay. that it's inconsiderate to borrow, you know, and tell somebody that you're going to pay them back. And that person trusts you, and they put themselves in a hole where they may have took some of you know money from their rent. You know they may have took it from something to give it to you, and you say you're going to pay back by a certain yeah. date, and you don't. And they see you all on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok. You know, just spending it somewhere it. else. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I was watching Pursuit of Happiness. You know, like we laughed when Will Smith was telling his friend, I need my $14, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, I'm going to get it to you. It was $14, but that's what he needed. But a valuable lesson right. that I am learning for myself, and people may feel like you stupid, I am learning don't give out what you can't afford to give out. You know what I'm saying? If you need it back, don't give it. I have lent money. I don't. I don't have a care in the world. I don't need it back because I feel like, the universe is going to bless me and give it back to me some way, somehow, whether I, you know, even if I don't get it back from the person that I borrowed from, you get what I'm saying? But because right. I'm, I'm an understanding person that this person may have been giving me their last, you get what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that I always pay back. But a lot of people don't think like that. And I feel like that's very arrogant for the other person to kind of argue and say it's very rude to be reminded. You don't, you don't know what somebody's situation is, boo-boo. Like, I mean, I, I'm on the fence with it, like, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like I feel like that person that said it's rude, I feel like they're wrong to say that. What's your take? Well, I mean, shit, I, I can't I can't really uh, counter-debate with that. I mean, I, I agree with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it, it takes it takes one to to, you know, go to someone to borrow some money and yes. – and say the key words, I will pay you back on a cert, you. on 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 the X date type of thing. So yes. it's like, okay, I'm about to give you about a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> you say you about to pay yeah. me next Friday. You get paid next Friday, right? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, I'll go ahead and throw you that because I know I'm about to get it back next next Friday, yeah. right? Okay, around two fifty. <laughs> okay, okay, got you back. Um, Yo. nigga, Friday next Friday come around. And it's like four o'clock, and I'm like, okay, where my money at? 
And it's like, oh, this thing came up. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you mean? Like, that wasn't part of the verbal agreement. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> so, like, that's that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you if you if you feel like, you know, you're going to borrow some money from somebody and you know damn well you ain't about to be able to pay that back on the X date, then right. just don't say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously you're going to somebody that, you know, that you have a good relationship with, you know what I'm saying? Y'all cool as hell, you know what I'm saying? For, you know, for you to be able to ask them and knowing that they're going to be, you know, probably considerate to, you know, lend you that money, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all back with each other, y'all cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, don't, don't tear down relationships just based off of, you know, receive the money and then, you know, I think out of great gesture and be like, yeah, I'm going to pay that back. You know what I'm saying? tomorrow type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just needed this, you know, this quick little, quick little hundred real quick, and then, you know, they don't even, and then, let alone, they don't even hear from your ass. Like, you don't, you don't get phone calls or sex or nothing. Then it's like, okay, I right. know you dodging me. Now, my nigga, like, give me my money now. Like, at first I wasn't asking for it, but now since you want to be, like, you know, play, like, dick move, like, want to ghost me and shit, like, now nah, I need my money now, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can honestly say on both ends, you know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> it's a dangerous game to play, too. You know what I'm saying? Because one person could be expecting to, you know, to have their money back. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, hey, like, I was being nice to give you that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you got to think, too, like, in some cases, like, a person that's loaning out that money is not going to necessarily say, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm about to give you this money, but, like, I'm going to really need it back because, you know what I'm saying, that's part of my baby formula. Like, I need that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just had a baby. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to need that back. That's, that's pampers and wipes, my nigga. That's pampers and wipes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody, like, we don't necessarily go out like that to be able, you know, to pretty much tell our story just to make sure they're going to get the money back. Because you would think, you know, in some cases, like, you don't have to have a mutual agreement of saying, like, okay, I'm going to borrow this money and I'm going to give it back to you. You know what I'm saying? And, like, mm-hmm. vice versa. It's like, okay, I'm going to lend you this money and I'm expecting to have it back around a certain time. You know what I'm saying? Like, right you don't necessarily expect to do that because like the common courtesy is to really pay that money back without a person having to ask you type of shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Unless they be like, you know, you know, like here, like don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Just get to it when you get to it. Cause like when a black person mm-hmm. say that, just get to it when you get to it, that just mean like, you, you ain't even got to pay me back, bro. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. <laughs> Take care of your business. Do what you do. Like, you know, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's because we're able to lend it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you have, like, those case of emergency type of shits where it's like, you know, I really ain't got it like that, but it's like I'm going to get paid next week, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go ahead and lend them this money. But then shit can happen within the next, like, you know, three, four days. You yeah. might have to call off work a couple of times, and then it's like, damn, my check short as shit. So, um, yeah, where that money that I had lent you? Because I'm going to really need that back. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, well, damn, nigga, like, I just, you know, I just went to see the point and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nigga, shit, money a little tight for me too, bro. And it's like, well, it shouldn't be tight for you, nigga, because you just took my damn money and spent it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean. It's like Will Smith, yeah. the pursuit of happiness. When he got kicked out the hotel, he was at Wayne, though. I need my $14. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's going to get you a room, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you got you to gotta be careful. You got to be careful with that shit because money is the root of all evil and that shit will, that shit will bring out the devil in your ass. For oh, real. gosh. So, I mean, granted for me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, 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 uh, my, uh, my, uh, my circle, like, you know what I'm saying? We cool like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
there'll be times where, see, I'm the type of person, I'll lend you some money, and I don't really care to get it back right away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the people that I do lend money to, they do have that courtesy of, you know, just being able to give it back whenever they can. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't be, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't be over, like, a course of, like, a whole fucking year or some shit like that, or not even a month. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. they, you know, they, they have that, they have that respect for me to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga, he ain't even had to do that, you know what I'm saying? So I, I ain't, I ain't got no choice but to get that back to him. And then plus, you want to give that type of relationship to where it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like, like a, like a credit score type of thing. Like, like let me review, let me review your payment installments, nigga. Like I paid, I already, I gave you money uh, last month. I ain't get that until like six months later. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to loan you fifty, bro. Cause like it took right. you like five months to give me back ten dollars, nigga. I don't know about sixty. I can loan like you five. That's about, that's about much you credit you can get from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you just got you got to be mindful and you know be respectful of people' money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Unless they say don't give it back to them, then shit don't worry about it. That part, listen. That part. Okay. So. All right, man. DC, you already know what to do. Close off some damn curtains with that dynamic quote. You know what I'm saying? Make them throw the roses on the stage. It's dynamic culture quote. I just said dynamic quote. What'd I say? <laughs> you said I dynamic said dynamic quote. quote. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm not, I'm not dynamic- going to say the culture no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for me to say it like that, damn it. Oh, uh, shit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since uh, Complex is a little tongue twisted with it, we are about to close <laughs> out. We're about to close out the show with the dynamic coach cult. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Can't say it right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully everybody enjoyed the show tonight. It was a really good episode, like usual. You know what I'm saying? We do this mm-hmm. shit every Sunday at 7. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Unless we have to take a personal leave. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I was being <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but with that being said, you know, I'm going to close it out with uh, two little short um, little inspirations for Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So when I say inspiration plus Sunday equals Jesus. Okay. So they're a, little, they're a little short and sweet. So the first one is, God, I ask you to calm my spirit and remove anything that's unlike you. I felt that one. That one was really strong. I love that one. And then the second mm-hmm. one is, Lord, you are the rock on which I stand secure. I recognize today that you are sure you are a sure foundation because you will not abandon me, and you will willingly offer me more help than I even need. So I want y'all to repeat those, you know what I'm saying, because I know y'all listening. We're going to get a lot of streams on this one because we do it all. So make sure y'all rewind that. Make sure y'all listen mm-hmm. to those because those are really – if those are really deeply rooted, you know what I'm saying? So make sure make sure y'all apply all these dynamic culture quotes, man, because they, they be coming from the heart. They some dynamic they some dynamic, you know, um structures, you know what I'm saying? So definitely make sure that y'all implement everything that we pretty much talk about in this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because it's is to it's to better ourselves but even more so better, you know, help people who are struggling to, you know, be able to live their truth. You know what I'm saying? We come in here cool, calm and collected, humble, um you know, the ego is left at the door. You know what I'm saying? Like we come in here real and raw, we rip off band aids, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is not scripted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is this is just this straight live, you know what I'm saying, off the top. You know, so yep. um, like I said, we do this for ourselves and we do this for y'all too. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like we still we still in a healthy need as well too, you know what I'm saying? So the wound is helping the wounded, you know. So <laughs> 
But yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, that's it, man. Peace and love. We are out. Happy Memorial Day. Be safe. Peace and hair grease. We out. Peace and love. Happy Memorial Day. <laughs>